Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Goodbye Bullshit, Hello Happiness, Young and Empowered Edition with my wonderful co-host, Samir. Hello, Samir. Happy Hello, January. Happy January. Happy New Year. Thanks for having me again. Yes, it's wonderful. This is your show, too. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. That's true. That's true. Young and Empowered Edition. Yes. Um, before we get started, this is a uh, first opportunity for me that I'm wearing all my merch. I told Samir, so I was going to let you guys know some people have asked about the sweatshirts already. So if you're interested about the sweatshirts, about these beanies that's keeping my head warm and my, oh, thank you. Yes. Yeah, got to rep These it. mugs. Yes. Uh, you can uh, find them on, if you go to my website, atusaraisian.com, uh, there's a link to all my different shops. Um, if you go to the apparel shop, obviously has these things and which is my Etsy shop and any of the artworks. Um, if you go on the wall art or print shop on there, it takes you to the link for those. Um, so uh, now that that's out of the way. I just want to add, I love the slogan, transform your life and choose to see magic. I love that. That's, that's a motto to live by. Thank you. That's honestly, this is the reason. So I, came up with the logo to be a unicorn to remember that magic is always around you uh, you don't need to see it to believe it it's always there you're feeling it and um transform your life you know that's what i'm all about everybody can transform everybody can shift everybody can get there and it's a choice that to do it you know that transformation that magic it's a choice to see it it's a choice to transform it's a choice to live by that so that's awesome thank that's you for bringing that out yeah i didn't even talk about that <laughs> no problem i had to mention it. thank you so um uh, let's get into it we i wanted to ask you it was a question i was thinking about where do you feel your power comes from Wow, that's that's a loaded question. I love it. It's deep. And um, personally, for me, I feel like I pull from from different areas and different points of times in life. Uh, more recently, you know, I, I feel like I've been trying to get more in tune with my ancestors and, you know, my guides and my angels and, and uh, just, you know, having an open invitation to for them to guide me along my journey and, and um, to give me subtle reminders of, of who I am and, and what they've done to reach, to allow me to get to this certain point. So I feel like a lot of, of, of my getting up every morning and getting after it comes from, from uh, not trying to let them down or, or just being the best version of myself possible because of how far I am today, you know, being able to live such a, an abundant life right now because of what they did. So just kind of like holding up that that pride and respect to, to keep pushing harder for them. How about you? Um, I like all those things that you said. For me, it too, it's shifted during the years. Um, I think as I have shifted, at some point, um, 
I know I didn't even know where, like, what was even my power. I didn't feel powerful. There was so much fear and anxiety in me that um, I thought my power is coming from the work I'm doing. Like at that point I was an engineer, the titles I was carrying, um, making the money and even my strength. I was like super, uh, you know, into fitness and working out, but it wasn't more for the health benefit of it. It was more that I felt so powerless that I felt that physical strength was going to give me my power. Mm. And during the years, it certainly has shifted. And then um, when I got, I think early on when I started this work, then I started, like you said, you know, that communication with my spirit guides that they're with me and that connection made me feel, you know, that I have power. And more recently past, I would say, few years, it's been more the love I have. Okay. Um, that love, it just feels my like superpower. Yeah. Um, the love I have, it's an unconditional love um, that I feel not just for myself, but sort of for everything and everyone around me, even like um, people that I may not like to be around or like their, um, the things they might be doing or where they're at, still there's this love um that i can and certainly for my clients that, that that's just like when i feel that i just like yeah that's that's awesome that's awesome and i, and I, I like how you kind of described that that sense of trying trying to define your power within the physical realm by working out and running and and defi defining and drawing from that power but i've from personal experience i've done the same thing and and uh, after a while, it's like you burn out, you know, just, you burn out, you can run yourself into exhaustion, you can out train yourself into exhaustion. And um, you deplete that source of energy and have to dig and pull from somewhere else. And I feel like love is over abundant, it's, it never runs out. So if you're able to make that connection, and you can realize that early, you could always draw from that place of energy and, and, your, and if your power originates there i feel like it's limitless exactly and um i like that you talked about the burnout because i certainly i had um i in a couple of different shows i've mentioned that that i was in so much pain especially my um hands and arms because I did like um, kickboxing and not the Taibo type kickboxing. I actually, I still have the bag in my house and, you know, I went with the bag and I would, you know, punch so hard. Yeah. And, um, you know, all my fingers, I would have these uh, salon paws patches on them and my arm, like two hands, both of them, it would be like these white patches all over it my knee hurting, my everything, everything was hurting, but I wouldn't like stop. I would just like push through because um, stopping meant that I, 
I was going to lose my power. Mm -hmm. And it came a time that all of it, I had to stop. And um, from there, sort of, I've rebuilt it into now listening to my body every day. What kind of movement does it want to do? How does it want to move? And you know, there are days that it might say, yeah, let's go for a run. And I want to do a four mile run and I run. And there are days is like, you know, can we do a mile and then do some walking instead of running or even lifting anything? I just listen to it and it guides me of, you know, what it feels like. Um, and the other thing that you asked me about that source of love, um, I think for most people, especially if you are feeling powerless, um, the easiest way, because there's a vulnerability, if you want to feel that love and express that love, if you connect with nature, I found out that nature felt a safe place to express that love and receive that love. Mm-hmm. Um, that unconditional love. So definitely connect with nature, wind, trees, the sun, the moon, yeah, the no. animals, whatever. Absolutely, absolutely. That's huge. That's huge. And and um, I I can attest to that too because for whatever reason I always feel more empowered when I'm out in, in nature. You know, you go on a go on a walk with no destination, and you just you're in the heart of nature. It has a it has a giving relationship and to add I, my dad always used to tell me this growing up but uh grounding i'm sure you've heard of grounding you know being a being outside with barefoot and you know just just being present to for uh, an exchange of a, a give and receive relationship and, and um I've, I've done that several times and and uh could could attest to the positive benefits that you could have and, oh yeah Oh yeah, have have you ever grounded before? Oh yeah, I do it all the time. I get in my backyard. Yeah. I even once on a hike, I um, you know there was nobody. When there's water, it's easier. You can just say you know you're walking in the water. But this was like in the middle of the woods. Nothing. It's just like I just need to take my socks and shoes off and just like just stand here. I just need to feel the ground without anything in between. And it felt it, uh, yeah, it's one of my favorite things. It's and awesome. you mentioned the ancestors and spirit guides, nature, and especially that grounding, it really helps if you want to connect. That was my uh, take on it. I don't know if you have had similar experience or not. Yeah, I, I, I could say I have in a sense, you know, um, especially in my backyard. And uh, we spoke about this on a previous show about, you know, loved ones who pass and how they can show themselves. I notice whenever I do decide to go to grow in the backyard barefoot and just sit down and, you know, maybe underneath the tree in the backyard, I notice the visitors appear a little bit more, you know? And, and I, I'm not too sure if it's a synchronistic uh, occurrence, but... I, I've seen, I see these things happen free, more frequently when I do decide to take a step out of the day-to-day grind and, and leave my phone inside and ground. I see these things happen a little bit more often. And nice. I, it's not a coincidence. No, no, because it's a place where you're, fe- you're opening yourself up and you're not feeling vulnerable. And that opening, it allows you to receive. Yes, 
Yes, so nice, nice, nice. Um, now, the other question I had for you was, you know, it kind of relates to power. It's another thing that we talked about, um, your truth. So everybody talks about living their truth. So mm -hmm. how, how do you live your truth and what does it even look like? What does it even mean? That's a great question too. Uh, personally, I feel like the more I, I understood and get, got to know who I am and know myself, the trial and errors through life, mm -hmm. I got to, to realize when I'm thriving the most in life and when I'm the most down and what I'm doing in those situations. And when I'm thriving the most in life and I, I get into the flow state, I'm always helping other people. I'm always helping pe other people get better. I'm always putting smiles on people's faces. I'm always getting that private conversation like you know you actually really helped me today you know I'm, that's that's when i feel like i'm in flow state so i would i would attribute my truth to making the life of, of those around me better um play, be, be, like being a in a teacher role like whether it's uh i was a personal trainer i was a swim instructor within playing those roles and doing them from a passionate place i feel like that was my truth so just being able to spread love around me and, and have people around me get better in the process. I would just say that's the, that's my truth. How about you? I love that. I'm going to ask you a question first and then I'm going to answer your question. Okay. So how do you make sure that you're living your truth every day and not get bogged down into the daily grind? That's a great one. I, to be honest, I don't, I'm not successful at that every day. Um, I'm not successful at that every day. A lot of the time, sometimes I do, you know, work ha work happens and I get caught up in the daily grind of work and, and I forget to live in my truth. But I always reflect and, and have constant reminders that I'm, I'm in the best position when I'm helping others. So at any opportunity and every opportunity I get to help somebody or lift them up, I, I'll do it. And without expecting anything in return, just because yeah. I love doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, to answer your question now, there was a time I would say I was absolutely not living my truth mm -hmm. and didn't even really think about it um, because I was so focused on, again, job, money, bills, you know, had to fit in. Uh, relationships, mm -hmm. all those, you know, what I call the external life stuff. Yeah. And, um, you know, I would come and look at internal a little bit and then I would be like, you know, <laughs> right. let me not look at that stuff. <laughs> and um, really? until the time that, you know, uh, it was just universe said, nope, you know, You've played around too long. Now it's time. Mm -hmm. Sit your butt down and it's time to go in and really, uh, really clean up. Mm -hmm. And um, I think that was when I started figuring things out and figuring what I really wanted to do and what my truth was and what would make me happy. And just like you, and I think that's true for a lot of people, 
when we let the BS of life go, we find that we are happiest and we're living more in our truth if we're being of service. Yeah. Yeah. And the service, again, doesn't mean like you have to do what I do. It's like what you said, you know, every day, if you can even put a smile on someone's face, if you can help them with whatever they need help with, it's an encouraging word. Um, holding the door for someone if right. their hands are full, those are all um, you're being of service and you're making someone's day uh, better. Absolutely, absolutely. That's that's beautiful. I have one more question for you too. On top, yes. Of, um, how do you stay consistent in living in your truth? How do you when what drives you to continue to live in your truth and, and where do you pull from? um different now than before for sure mm-hmm. uh, right now <coughs> excuse me it's more of i connect that look with my clients when i in the session my one-on-one sessions when i see like i got them to see something and we opened it up and really the greatest gift is that they feel safe with me to open up those spaces and when we shift them and move them that's that's it that's awesome (coughs) because that exchange of love and gratitude in that moment yeah that's where i draw everything from and um the work I do, so that's easier for me now. Right. But before, it had to be a conscious effort that I did. Mm. That in the morning, throughout the day, I would connect with places of love and gratitude. For not just again, I tell people that it's not a um, oh, I'm grateful for my health. I'm grateful for my family. Those things, yes, but really get into everything. You're like, I would walk and like a breeze out of nowhere would hit me. I'm like, ah, thank you. I love you. Yeah. Um, You know, any, everything and anything, any opportunity to connect with that love and gratitude, that would be, um, the source for me to pull that energy and to be able to continuously be able to give and um, to get to this place that's shifted. That's awesome. That's beautiful. I, I, I heavily agree. And just like you can go in, out, out into nature to, to pull to get that power, I feel like, like you just said, um, be just a gratitude journal or being very aware of what you're grateful for from the littlest to the biggest things is is another one of those limitless mountains that you could pull from for for your power because when you again it goes back to opening yourself up yeah when you open yourself up and you make that choice to see and to receive then every moment can be an opportunity and you will find it in every moment you will find something to love and something to be grateful for in every moment 
Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree 100%. Nice, nice. Yes. So now we actually talked about this a little bit, and I think both of us touched on it. You know, especially for me and my generation and the culture that I grew up in, you know, we were taught like early on, you need to go to college, you need to, and not, it wasn't study what you're passionate about, but study, get a degree in something that is gonna give you money and it's gonna give you success and it's gonna give you safety. So everything was about uh, money, which money in terms would be my place for power and safety. Mm-hmm. And that's how I grew up. It was never about following your passion and um, doing what would make me happy. Right. So, um, and that's where, you know, I, my life, the biggest shift was going from that place of now, you know, I am safe and I am abundant. So how does that translate for you in your life? And um, have you made this shift? At what point did you, or maybe your parents told you like, you know, follow your dreams, follow your passions. Absolutely. Well, to answer your question, I, I feel I feel like my generation, but me speaking for myself as a millennial generation, right? We, we've got a little bit of the best of both worlds in the sense that our parents have told us the same thing. You know, go to school, go to college, become a doctor, a lawyer, or work in finance, something that's going to be able to put money in your pocket so you can live a good life. That's, that's basically the recipe that they've seen to work and that they, they felt but um, I'm in a unique crossroad right now where, um, yeah, I was taught that, but that I'm in an unlearning process in this, at the mm-hmm. same time. So I feel like it's, it's easy to say you, you much rather you know, chase your passion and pursue your passion versus this, the security of a job that, that pays you on time and you, you get a lot of financial success. But I feel like the risk and reward factor is it's worth it. It's well worth it, and I and you're a living testament of that. You know, being a, um, being in both positions, I feel like it's it's much worth the risk. And one of the easiest ways to to lose yourself and not have an idea of who you are is if you subscribe to the idea of of security over abundance. So, me personally, um, I'm in I'm in a position right now where I'm doing what I have to do in order to get to that place, but. Um, I will continue to fight for my passion every single day until I'm there, and um, I'm transit. I'm just keeping that abundant mindset and identifying what I am passionate about, so that I could bring it into fruition. Uh, you know, without resistance, if that makes sense. Yeah, and universe is gonna help you along the way. It's gonna take you there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you hear a lot of actually. Uh, you know, successful actors, actresses say this, that, you know, they wish if somebody had at the beginning told them like, you know, if if somebody comes and gives you millions of dollars and say, you know, okay, you have the money, now what do you want to do? And everybody would follow their passion because for them now they see, you know, the they, they were successful because they did what they were passionate about. It was never about money. And um, 
if people out there, I don't know if you know Alan Watts, um, you know, back in the day, he's got a lot of great uh, videos if you just search him on YouTube. But one of them, he actually is talking to college students about the same thing that don't study, you know, what is going to basically bring you money and success like that. But if you follow your passion and if you follow what feels good to you and follow that and study whatever it is that you want to do, even if it's in college, follow that route. It's going to be, first of all, it's easy. It's not a hard work anymore. The right. hard work part of it goes out the window. Right. And you're going to find yourself where you need to be in a much you know, it's like that flow that you talked about earlier, when you know you're in that flow right. and that passion, that feeling, the abundance puts you in that flow and you can easily go where you need to go and where you're supposed to go. Absolutely. And to add to that, like you just said, like when you're following or you're studying or you're immersed in something that you're passionate about, and you, you go head on because it's not easy as well. You know, it's just because it's your passion, it's gonna take a lot of work. But I genuinely feel like success is a byproduct of you chasing your passion. And, you know, whether it's financial security you're chasing or whether it's, it's uh, fulfillment, those things are gonna just come as a, a byproduct for you taking the risk and having the courage to go against the grain and identify what that passion is and go in 10 toes without looking back. I feel like the, the fulfillment, the financial success, the security, the freedom, those are all byproducts of choosing to bet on yourself. Everything will fall into place. Yes, Everything. I can guarantee you. Just follow what you're passionate about. And I have to also say, um, sometimes it's necessarily necessary, the path you've taken to get you to that place that you can do your passion. And, you know, everybody's heard me say this before. Um, I don't think I could have like said in my twenties, okay, I'm going to start this practice. Yeah. I would do this. Yeah. All that stuff needed to happen. And I needed to grow and do all those things to get to this space that I'm doing. So in a way, you know, let's ask the question, did I follow my passion or not? Right. I know I said, I said this out when I was very young, I was a little kid and then sort of like went into all over the place and then I ended up here. So did I follow my passion? Hundred percent, hundred percent. I I definitely agree with you. I, it's all. I feel like everything happens by design, and and um, you have to. There's a certain level of understanding of like uh, not staying in the same place for too long, and identifying it. But all the experiences, the people you've met, you know, the the, the your personal journey contributed to where you are today. So I feel like that's the same for everybody, and. It just takes a little introspection to, to and honesty with self to, to realize if that's if, if this is what I really love or I'm, am I doing this because it pays the bills, but it's it's a leap of faith and it's, I feel like it's always worth it. 
I think you might have answered the question I was going to ask you is that um, how do you stay in that place of knowing you're in the flow, like you were saying right now, mm. that being honest with yourself, yeah. that I'm following my passion. So that, how did you keep doing that coming back? Because, um, you know, it's definitely true for me. You know, I had to be honest with myself and say, and I like for you to talk about how do you stay in that place of honesty with yourself? It's, it's tough because sometimes you're not going to like or love the truth. When you take that inventory, you're going to be like, ah, oh, yeah, that's, that is true. But it's, it's a, a brutal honesty that I feel like you deserve to yourself. You know, you, you could easily lie to yourself and make yourself feel better, but that's, that's a Band-Aid that doesn't fix the wound. You want to really address the wound, you be honest. You be brutally honest. You take self-inventory. That's what I do. I, I reflect. I look back, I'm like, okay, this is where I am. A year ago, I wanted to be here. What actions have I done? Am I, am I in line? Am I in alignment? You know, am I more happy than upset throughout the day? Am I easily irritated? These are all things that I, I ask myself and then I take honest, honest, genuine inventory on it. And then if I'm not, if I'm not in alignment, I write, how can I fix it? I start. I try to problem solve, and and that, it keeps me honest, and it gives me a good sense of where I am, and if I'm if I'm closer or further away of where I want to be. Honest and genuine with yourself. That's that's the way. I agree, and in a way, you know, when you put it that way too, can we say that we have both been passionate about ourselves meaning like getting to the truth of ourselves and who we are and what makes us happy and you know sort of getting in that space of alignment we yeah. put that as a priority as our passion and everything else is coming to guide us and takes us there yeah yeah 100 percent, 100 percent, and and that's that's the beauty of it. It's it's much easier said than done, but that honesty, that honesty, I feel like is 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 important. It's a key ingredient in, in this all, and in clearly identifying what that passion is is number two. Yep, yep. I like that. All yeah. right. Any other questions for me? Just can you just remind me where I can get some merch? Oh my gosh, thank you. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. You guys go to my website, atusaraisian.com. You see my name on the corner. Just put a dot com at the end. Awesome. And it has Solistic Shop in there and it has all the links to my Etsy shop, my art print shop, and NFTs, whatever you want. I hope you guys enjoy it. Thank you, Samir. I love this conversation. If you guys you. have topics for us that you want us to cover, Please reach out to us. If there's anything we can talk about, help you with, reach out. Uh, happy to do it. Any last words you want to? I'm just grateful. Thanks for, for hosting this Young and Empowered edition. You know, I'm your co-host. And every single time we, we speak, we bring out some truth that needs to be heard, even if for myself. So I love it. <laughs>
I love it too. Thank you guys. Thank you, Samir. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye.